Were you setting see. a tempo? Yeah. D. Yeah. Hey. D. Hey. <laughs> D. the town I took my parrot with me <laughs> I'm a pirate who likes music so I brought my guitar with me and I sing a new song out of key. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was a perfect start. Perfect start. All right, everybody, welcome back to another podcast. Uh, we're so excited that you decided to join us today. I want to introduce you to Jonah. Uh, you can obviously tell what happens when Grace and Micah aren't here to keep us in line. Gets a little gets a little crazy, but you know, we're just here to have some fun. So what better introduction than the singing, the <laughs> Oh my the goodness. amazing art of music that you have been gifted with. Mm-hmm. I just as I throw my mic on the floor, I just wanna say thank you for that. Yeah. That was uh, good. That was a good way to start I'm, off. I'm always happy to bring my talents. <laughs> To, to the table and, yeah. and you literally did yeah. yeah yeah so thank you that was yeah, a good no problem that was a good way to introduce yourself obviously man of many talents he's normally the one behind the scenes uh working the camera and all the audio and stuff like that so we so it's it's awesome to have him in front of the camera to share his heart and just what god has been teaching him and in us um so i'm really excited about it today's podcast is about identity and finding finding your identity in Jesus and how much that means and how valuable that is and important that is in life because if we're trying to find it anywhere else it's not going to work mm-hmm. so let's just dive into it break it down and have a discussion <laughs> how would you let me ask you this how would you define identity or how about this? Even better. How would the world define identity in like the generation that we live in? Mm-hmm. And how do we how do we change that? So the world, I mean technically, technically. <laughs> looking at the dictionary, the world would define um identity along the lines basically there's like hundreds of definitions for that but you got your, basically who you are, your race, your gender, you know, where you, where you work, that sort of thing, where Mm -hmm. you grew up. What you're good at. Mm -hmm. Your talents. Um, And that, and that's kind of, that's kind of been 
what people just believe identity is. Yeah. But for a Christian, we're both Christians, obviously. We we need to look at it different than that. Mm. And I feel, and for me, I would always go with the dictionary way of defining identity. I thought it was, you know, how I grew up, where I grew up, mm. who I was. I mean, I'm a I'm I'm an 18 year old dude who grew up in Rochester, New York. Like I thought that's my identity, mm. but it wasn't until recently I was at this Bible study small group thing, <clears throat> and one of the themes was identity for that week. And I I have the paper here. I took some notes, and it was in my drawer, so I had to look through it because I. I usually throw these these things out, but for mm-hmm. some reason, I just decided to keep this one. Yeah, Maybe it's a God thing. I don't know. But its definition of identity, it says your identity is not based on what you do. It's based on who you are. <laughs> and I know it's easy to say who I am is I'm, I'm an American. I'm a male. I mean that that technically that's who mm. that's who you are to the world but if you look past that and you start thinking to God who am I to God cuz honestly that's the most important definition right there right and you know I I I continue to think okay past the male past the 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 gender and the the nationality and all of that who am i <laughs> and honestly to answer that you have to look back to the first humans mm. and that's where we get to genesis chapter 1 through 3 god is creating and that's where i look that's where i have i have to go to look but for someone who's not a believer, who might believe in evolution or in something, really your identity goes all the way back to nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's crazy because it's so, if you're putting your identity, I mean, your identity is basically basically what you believe about yourself, whether that's what somebody's told you, like, oh, you're an American, you're this, you're that, mm-hmm. right? It's like, these are deep-rooted beliefs about yourself and so if your whole identity is based off of what you're good at what happens when you get hurt and you're not able to do that thing yeah what does your identity now nothing Mm -hmm. um or if it's your career and you lose your job now what or if it's you know your looks and you get old and you know what i'm saying every single one of those things that our generation our world says this is what your identity is those are all things that can fail us and in life probably will fail us because it's so temporary, it's so shallow. And so I feel it's so important for us to share with people the truth about, like you were saying, our identity is from Jesus, it's from God because he created us. In the beginning, he crafted us and formed us in a special way and intentionally made us 
And it wasn't just, ah, oh, well, you're going to be good at that and that and that and that. It's so much more than that. It's, it's, it makes up who you are, you know? And so I think that it's important. That's just the message we want to share with everybody is being a Christian, being able to have a relationship with Jesus and understanding who God is, um, is so important because that that shows us who who we are that shows us um the true purpose that we have in life that we weren't created from nothing and just oh man we're accidentally here now we're just trying to make it through life mm-hmm. when you have a strong um purpose and you have a strong belief in god you can know your identity you can know how much you're worth how valuable you are and i feel like even in that sense a lot of like mental health would go away the issues that a lot of people have they have no purpose they have no hope they have no just no sense of belonging because you don't even know who you are Mm -hmm. you don't even know what your true identity is so i'm i want to know for the person Mm -hmm. out there who who doesn't believe in creation and maybe they they might be struggling with you know where they've they've come from maybe they haven't been but we're gonna say that the bible is true and creation is real can you kind of take us through the first of mankind the Mm. in in genesis chapter one two three kind of the first humans yeah yeah can you kind of take us through that and and explain you know, it starts here. Yeah. And now that we know that there's a start, we can look at the rest of what the Bible has to say about yeah. mankind. Absolutely. Yeah. I, our whole goal with Let It Be Known is to go directly to the Bible and to say, like, this is the truth. This is, um, this is, this is life. Like, this is this is literally everything that we that we have to go off of. It's not our opinions or us trying to say like, oh, you have an identity in God. That's so great. Yeah. Like, no, it's it's based on the truth that we've that we've known about God. And so, just going back to the very beginning, literally the first pages of the Bible, and seeing how God created the earth, the heavens, everything, animals, water, just everything so perfectly yeah and then we'll be in uh, genesis chapter 1 in verse 26 god said let us make man in our image after our likeness and he's going to have dominion over the fish and the sea the fish of the sea over the birds of the heavens over the livestock over all the earth everything that creeps on the earth so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them so you see in this verse god literally makes humans in his image to be like him to Mm. look like him i'm not sure exactly what that looked like in that moment but all i know is that it was after the image of god they were they were gonna be like god in a way and and he breathes life into them and they they become not just bodies but they have souls they have Mm something deeper than the animals had you know what i'm saying it didn't it never says like when he created animals that he gave them souls and he breathed into them life 
um, he didn't. With with humans, we have this special connection with God that we can, the Adam and Eve, the first male and the first female could walk with God, could talk with God, could like just have access to him at any moment. It was so special. It was so perfect. Um, and then, and if I'm, if you have anything to interrupt at any time, just no. go for it. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to cut you off. But, um, but then, you know. Yeah, but then sin enters in. And um, I think it's so important that when we're talking about the Bible, we're, there's sin. Well, there's God's perfection. There's God's holiness. There's nothing that's as perfect as him. And then there's Satan. And Satan is, we have to acknowledge that he's real. We have to acknowledge that he's powerful and that he, the Bible says, 1 Peter um, 5, 8, and 9, that he is like a roaring lion going around the earth, just trying to destroy people, trying to see who he can devour, who he, who he can bring down, who he can hurt, who he can lie to. Um, John, I think it's John 8, 44, um, talks about how he, Satan is the father of lies. He's the one who like created lies and he's the one putting them in our heads constantly of you're not good enough. You're not going to make it. You're not strong enough to make it through this. Any kind of lie that you can think is is from Satan. It's not from God. When God created the earth, when he created humans, it was perfection. It was just as pure as anything comes. When Satan enters the picture, things start to change and and so it goes down and so literally satan we all kind of know the stories whether you're a christian or not you know satan tempts um adam and eve with something that god told them they couldn't have he said you can have this entire garden this entire like every animal every tree every stream everything that's perfect but i just don't want you to touch this one tree because it, it's like it's just not good for you you can have everything else um which i will just pause and say that shows so much about god even in that moment he wasn't like don't touch this you can't have this he said look you can have all this yeah. like this is all yours i made this all for you as perfect as it is um but just warning you like don't be next to this tree and um satan comes along while eve is Eve is out and about in the garden, and he basically is lying to Eve. He's deceiving her, saying, God told you you can eat from that? And she's like, well, yeah. I mean, he he said I, we could have everything, but we can't have this. And he's like, really? Like, are you sure? And I think that that's something that we need to be aware about, about the devil, is that he he always wants to make you question. He always wants, he's, you know, he's not coming in like, no, God's not, like, that's not true. Mm -hmm. He's saying, really? Like, yeah. Is, are you sure that's true? It's always this subtle, uh -huh. can I get you to question? Can I get you to question God? Can I get you to question what he's like? And that's why at Let It Be Known, we're so passionate about, we got to tell you what God is like, who, how he is, how he really is, because the devil is attacking minds and saying, ah, but is God really good if he lets that happen to you? Is God really kind if he lets this happen to you? Like, 
there's so many lies and um i don't know you have something to say (laughs) well i I was gonna say going back to the creation Mm -hmm. i feel like a key thing to know is that god never intended you to live with with the weight and the and pain Mm -hmm. and all this bondage that you feel now Mm -hmm. um he created you to to live in in perfection and to have no no sin or no pain or depression and anxiety none of it yeah and i think that yeah that goes back to just saying how good god is and like his original plan knowing that I'm creating these people and this is this is going to be who they are and this is going to be how they live. This is what I want for them. This is what mm-hmm. I want for my creation. So I think that's a that is a key thing to yeah. take hold of is it's not like God just created and was like, "Oh, they're going to go through some of this hardship." No, like in in the beginning, that was never his plan. Mm-hmm. but you see we, we were the ones who messed it up and going back to satan questioning questioning and and they gave in mm-hmm. and now you you continue to read the bible and you continue to see sin and sin man sinning and all throughout the bible and here's the the beautiful thing about it all throughout the Bible, from here on, God is making a redemption plan. Hmm. It's not like we sin, we're o- yeah. it's over, we're done. He's not like, oh man, I got to find out how to get rid of this <laughs> creation. Yeah. No, he's like, I, I need to go save it. And that is who he is. Yeah. That, that right there describes a huge part of God yeah. is... relentless in pursuing to be right and to be with his creation i've never thought about that before like he can just be like let's start over let me make new humans it Mm -hmm. it was all right i'm gonna buy him back like if sin is what took him i'm gonna do whatever i'm gonna pay whatever price needs to be paid blood sweat and tears to get him back and maybe you you've heard the message of the gospel um and you know that Jesus came and he died. But that perspective, knowing that God had to give something up to get something back, hmm. is just crazy to think yeah. about. And yeah. and knowing that it's 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 ultimately you that he created. You're not some piece of evolution anymore. Yeah. It's an intentional wow. Like doesn't that give you purpose? Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that the bondage and and the pain that you're going through now, it was never intended for you. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like that's something that Christians and non-Christians don't really take a hold of, that perspective, mm-hmm. like actually looking through, okay, words on paper, but what's going on behind it? What are the motives behind it? Yeah. That's really crucial in reading the Bible. Yeah. Um. Going going back to identity, though, how does that affect people today? Hmm. Your everyday workers, yeah. your 
your everyday uh, people in school and those people, how does that affect them? I would say, well, I would say that our identity crisis in a way, right? Not knowing who we are, not having purpose, not having, you know, a solid foundation of this is who I am, this is how I'm living. It really did come from the fall. So I, I can go, we call it the fall. It's where Adam and Eve sinned. They fell they fell for the the questions that the devil was putting in their minds. Is God really like this? Is Are you sure you believe in this guy? Or are you sure that he has your best interest in mind? He's throwing all these lies at them and they, they fall for it. Um, the tree that they looked at and were off, were always like, ah, that's a tree we need to stay away from. Once the devil started putting these lies in their head, it says that Eve looked at it and saw that it was good for food. It started to look appealing. It started to look like, ah, oh, man, that, that looks pretty good. I could, I could have some of that. And she took of it. It says she took the fruit that was on that tree. She ate it. And then she passed it along to her husband. And that's honestly, I would say, yeah, I'm getting to your, your question, but I got to break it down. I feel like in my mind, at least, sin is always like that. You know, sin never just affects you. You can't be constantly in sin and thinking like, oh, this is only going to affect me. And, and that's a lie from the devil. Like going back to how the devil is, he's a liar because every time that you're, you're sinning, it's gonna affect somebody else. Like it's gonna fester up mm -hmm. and it's sin is just ugly. And so that's just a random side note that she, she had to pass it along. Come on, join yeah. in on this. And, and the devil's like, yes, like I got him. And, um, it says that their eyes were opened and they, they knew at that moment, man, we, we did something wrong. And so it says that they just, they ran and they hid and they're, they're hiding themselves. They're ashamed. We were never, as humans, we were never created to feel shame. We were never, like Jonah was saying, we were never created to feel pain or sin or anything like that. But yet now they're like, oh my goodness this that we are just in a bad place and they hid themselves from the presence of god and that's such a sad place to be in and i i see myself doing that even when i'm sinning i don't want to be in the presence of god because i'm ashamed i'm like god i can't believe i just keep doing this i can't believe i just keep falling for this i i'm so ashamed of who i become my identity i'm now ashamed of it you made me perfect you made me whole you made me just exactly the way I was supposed to be. And yet now, uh, because of my choices, my sin, I'm ashamed and I don't, I, I start being away from the presence of God because how could he love me? I just, man, I really turned my back on him. And um, an important thing I think to realize is, going back to the verses I shared earlier, God created Adam and Eve in his likeness when satan tempted them he said come on if you eat this fruit you're gonna be like god the truth was they already were yeah so yeah. they 
because they didn't know their identity, because they didn't know who God was really, I mean, well, I guess they knew, but because the devil put that lie in their head, no, no, you're going to be like God. He doesn't want you to be like him. He was promising something to them that they already had. And so that's huge in life. The devil wants, oh man, if you just do this, you'll have peace. If you just do this, you'll have joy. If you just do this, you'll have pleasure. You already have all of that in Jesus. Yes. But he's just trying to, he's just trying to get you to do it so that you fall, so that you're ashamed, so that you are away from the presence of God. That's his whole plan the entire time. And so he's always promising you something that you already have. And I feel like that's just so important to, to hit on oh, because you, you already have it. You already yeah. have it in Jesus, in God. Everything perfect, everything good comes from God, right? So what the devil promises looks appetizing. Oh man, yeah, I can really go for some of that. You already have it just so much better, the better version, the most purest form. Like you have, that's what you have already. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, are you gonna say yeah. something? Well, that that's so good <laughs> by the way um i was just gonna say eve saw a false identity yeah yeah she she took her identity and she she looked at no that's not your identity mm-hmm. and she went for that yeah and i've done it myself and basically everyone has mm. We do have an identity. From birth, we have an identity. Yeah. Yet the devil has things around mm. to draw us away. Yeah. It's just kind of like a fish with a hook. Like, come on, yeah. come on. And then you just get snagged. Like, dude. And some people, some people don't even know. They feel like they have to find their identity yeah. at some point, at some age. Yeah in this in that and that's and that's sad because you you just start out with that identity mm-hmm. um you've seen overcomer the movie i haven't seen it you yet. haven't <laughs> oh you have to um overcomer is basically i don't know how much you know about it but it's it's basically a movie that has a ton to do with identity um basic plot of the movie deals with I mean the main character is a a cross-country teen girl who has to overcome certain trials and and struggles that come her way Um, but there's three three main people I would say in that movie it focuses identity on the teen girl a middle-aged man that has a family and another man who is struggling in the hospital and going first i think the movie starts out with the middle-aged man with the family he's a basketball he's a basketball coach um and his team is going to be super good super good and something happens i cannot remember the specific thing but basically all of his basketball players one by one start transferring. <laughs> so he's honestly left with no team. And that's his job. So now yeah. he he might be left with no job. <laughs> and so to fill this time, 
the school comes to him and says, why don't you try being the coach of cross country? Which he doesn't know anything about, but he's like, okay. Yeah. All right, these are spoilers for the movie. I forgot to mention this. So if you haven't seen it. Like me. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. But I have to let you know because it really yeah. applies yeah. to what. Well, it's a good movie, by the way. It's got it's got a little bit of cringy humor in it. But hey, other than who that. Who doesn't like a few homeschool jokes? So we have the middle-aged man, which we talked about. Basketball team possibly losing his job. Mm-hmm. Has to go to cross country. And that's where the teen girl comes in. She, she's in the cross country. I think she's new to the school. And so she signs up. First meeting, he finds out that she's the only one. And I don't know much about cross country, but I know that having one person on cross country... You're Sounds not going to go in there yeah. and start crushing everybody. <laughs> uh, and on top of all that, she has asthma. So oh. it's, he knows like, okay, this is going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So we have him and then the girl. More about the girl is she lives with her grandmother. And she's got a real problem with stealing. <laughs> so she's constantly stealing things. So we have those two, and then we have later on a man in the hospital. The middle-aged family guy, the dude, has to go to the hospital to pray with this person at his church. They find out, he, he ends up going in the wrong room on accident. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. And then who's this guy who's struggling in the hospital? He's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Can you just stay in here for a couple of minutes? I'd really love some company. <laughs> Turns out this guy who's struggling in the hospital is a cross-country player. He's struggling in the hospital because he fell into drugs. <laughs> He's got diabetes and he can't, like, he he can never walk again. So basically what he did was taken away from him. And now we have three people who all three people who the movie is focusing on who you are. The man in the hospital asks the guy who's about to lose honestly his job. Mm-hmm. Who are you? And he starts going down the list. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a basketball coach. I guess I'm this. And he says, no, 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 no. Who are you? Hmm. And he starts getting into, into Christian themes. And basically, the guy ends up sharing his story. Like, hey, this is what I thought life was. This is what I thought my purpose was. But but look at me now. He's blind, too. I don't know if uh-huh. I mentioned that. He's blind. <laughs> and, the, and this movie is amazing, honestly. It's, just, it's got so much in there. I really recommend it. So now this man has, has a hold on this guy's identity. He's, he's making him search it out. 
and honestly he he accidentally finds this guy which is amazing so now he starts finding his identity and starts to try to influence the girl and there comes a time in the movie where the girl basically basically gets shown by a teacher it's a christian school hey read the bible because she's never even like read it or like explored it she starts reading and it's a passage i think it's in john which just starts saying i am chosen i'm i'm forgiven mm-hmm. he loves me he created me and she starts writing it all down and i just think i think that's a perfect movie in terms of identity these people thought their identity was wrapped up in all of this mm-hmm. yet they find out who they really are yeah. and it's through the word mm-hmm. and that tells me yeah. you cannot you cannot find your true identity unless you read the bible yeah. you, you cannot find it anywhere else unless you start reading this mm-hmm. and going back to the whole reason why we do let it be known so that people would see who Jesus is the best way through the Bible sometimes through somebody's life in this case it took somebody else's life I'm going back to the movie it took somebody else's life to influence somebody to read their Bible. Mm-hmm. It's in here that you find your identity. Yeah. So really, what is your identity? It's who you are, but it's who God says you are. Mm-hmm. And how do you find that? You have to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. You wanna find your true identity? That's so good. Be in your Bible. Yeah. That movie is amazing. There's even more to it. That just blew me away. Yeah. Plug, that's, plug, that's, plug, plug, plug. <laughs> that's the main. That's the main thing yeah. I take from the movie Absolutely. identity. Yeah, and I think that that's that's even just a great way, great place to end. Is like we need to get into the like you said, the Word of God, your Creator. Ah, that blows my mind. That like your Creator, the person that put you together that thought of your personality and what you're going to be like, how you're going to act, like mm-hmm. what you're going to love. You know, you're going to love soccer. You're going to love filming. Like so intentional, so talk about creative. And I don't even know. Your, your creator has this book. And it's all about, and it's it's here to help you. It's here to guide you. It's here to protect you. It's here to say, hey, I you have a strong identity because I created you like that. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what distraction comes, no matter what comes your way, or if people are telling you, no, your identity is this, your identity is that you're good at soccer, you know, your identity is that you have a good career, that you're making a lot of money and whatever. That's not true. That's so shallow to compared to when your creator 
says, no, 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 this, this is who you are. You're loved, you're seen, you're chosen, you're fully known, the good and the bad. And still, I'm just, I love you so much. And so I feel like if we, that's a perfect place to end. This is the word of God. This is the truth. We're created for more than just what we can do. Like even going back Mm -hmm. to the very beginning of what you're saying, you're created for more than what you can do. For the the talents, the money, fame. Those are all those. This tree, that tree, that tree. Yeah. This is this is this is is the tree to eat from to find your identity. Yeah. This is your makeup. Like this is oh sorry, this is who you are in every aspect and and you don't have to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be good at this or be good at like you already are. (laughs) So don't let the devil tell you otherwise. You already are loved by God and seen by him and Mm -hmm. heard when you cry out to him and I don't know. I just feel like if you're someone who's struggling watching this and you're struggling with your identity, you're struggling with with who you are and what your purpose is in life, this this is the truth. And this is so encouraging. Even to me right now in this moment, I'm like, yes. Like your creator has a plan for you. Your creator sees you where you're at, sees what you've done, where you've been, who you've been with, and loves you anyway. And, and knows you, knows your heart, knows your mind, knows what you struggle with, what you're good at. He knows everything about you and he hears you. What Everything good, every the Bible says every good and perfect thing comes from God. Your identity comes from God and no matter, no matter where you've been or what's happened to you, your identity is not in things, in people, in situations, in circumstances. Your identity is from the Creator who formed you so perfectly for a reason, for a purpose. I don't know how much. To, there's nothing really to add to that. <laughs> like, it's just you got to get in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You got to see how much God loves you because it's not, it's more than a fairy tale. It's more than a story. This is who we are. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. <laughs>